Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2017. This is episode 121, Why the Arts Are More Important Than Anything Else. Before we get into this topic and we start this episode, I need to preface it by saying this is not going to be a music teacher, a musician, a supporter of the arts who is going to complain and whine about the fact that the arts are not supported the way they should be, particularly in the United States. I'm not going to go into that. It's true. It is what it is. My hope is that you're going to listen to today's episode and you're going to think and you're going to take the ideas that I throw out there and you're going to think and you're going to digest them and it is then my hope that you will understand why the arts are more important than anything else because the way I'm going to do it is talk about you and me because we're the same we're all the same we're all the same in the things that we need that make our life worth living that make the world great that are the very essence of humankind. The arts. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to tell you about the impact that the arts have had on me. But I'm not going to do it from my music teacher professional musician arts supporter point of view instead what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at it from an everyday person point of view because I've always viewed myself as someone who is an unbelievably passionate educator and musician who's very, very different from a lot of others. Because a lot of people who have similar traits to that don't always have as many interests as I do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the other things that make up my life and how the arts 
impact everything I do on a daily basis. And it's both visual arts and performing arts. When I wake up each morning and I'm getting ready for work, I take a look outside. It's always the first thing that I do after I wake up. And what I'm doing is I'm trying to take in the picture of the landscape. It's not so much a weather check. I mean, yeah, it is in some ways. But it's more being able to get that mental snapshot of my backyard. That morning you wake up and the first snow of the season has come. Or a driving rain outside with the trees blowing about. Or a beautiful, bright, sunny day. It's that picture in my mind. And if you associate that with art, it's fantastic. You can go to so many parts of the world, so many parts of the United States, and take in so many fabulous landscapes. And it's something I like to do when I wake up in the morning. It has nothing to do with music. As a matter of fact, when I first wake up in the morning, the last thing in the world that I want to hear is music. I don't even, I have alarms that could play music. I don't want to hear it. I just have the screechy alarms that go off. So as I'm getting ready for the day, I often have the TV on just to kind of catch up on the day's events, to listen to the weather, get an idea what traffic is like. And obviously it's mostly, well, it's just talk. It's really not like much music that's involved. When I get into the car for work, every ride changes every day. As a matter of fact, not even just the morning commute, but every trip in the car. I have times where I just don't want to listen to music at all. But the great news is, I am of the mindset that when I want my music, I want it, and I want it now. And for that reason, I always have on me an iPod. Yes, a classic iPod. No streamed music. That's loaded with tens of thousands of songs. 
So at any given moment, if I want to hear heavy metal, I can. Or folk music, or rap, or classical, whatever I want is available to me. And that's important. And even though that's the case, I still don't listen to music a lot in my car. Because just like I'm taking a picture of that landscape when I wake up in the morning, I do the same as I'm driving. I take in the sights. I just take a look at the world. And it's those images and that type of beauty we try to recreate with the arts. It's the challenge that's associated with creation. It's the ability to have the presence of mind to be able to create something as quickly as possible or take as much time as we need. Now that ties in a little bit with my profession, but there are plenty of people out there who are not educators and they're not even involved in the arts for a living, but they enjoy painting or they enjoy sculpting or doing special things like woodwork. And then of course we have people who simply enjoy music. Now, I have my other days where the music is on. And the music can alter my mood. It can make me happy, it can make me sad. I may already be happy or sad, and I may want to enhance that mood or change it. Throughout the course of my day, I am privileged enough to be able to be in an occupation where I have music around me all the time. But if I didn't, well, I would still have music around me all the time. Because the idea of sitting in a cubicle, the idea of being in meetings all day, to me, is where the spirit dies. It's where the soul no longer exists. And when we're doing things in the world that do not involve the beauty and the creativity and the emotion all associated with the arts, our life is meaningless. 
people always say, I wish I had more money. Well, of course we do. And yes, yes, money allows us to do more things. But I can tell you this, in my entire life, and this is an absolute fact, I have never, never, ever needed any abundance of money to be able to create, to be able to have emotions that are associated with what things that we can see, things that we can hear, things that we can create. And when you do have the resources you need, which don't have to amount to much, the possibilities are limitless. I do believe that we need to be well-rounded people. I do believe that knowledge in all of the other areas that a child has or an adult has during their education, I think all of those things are, are important. But the last time I checked, math and language arts did not make the world go round. And I love math and I love to write. <laughs> I don't like to read so much, but I do like math a lot and I really enjoy writing. And I know that neither of them are nearly as important as the arts. Yes, those subjects in conjunction with history and science and so many different areas, they are going to make the best artists in the world, the best musicians in the world, because the more well-rounded you are, you can take all of those ideas, you can take all of those knowledge, all of that knowledge, all of those experiences, and put them all together, and you've got one potent individual. But let's not take away from someone who loves to carve wood, lives in the wilderness in the Midwest, gets to wake up every morning, maybe listen to some country music, and then go to a lake and just admire nature. I can tell you right now, there are a lot of people that enjoy that. There are a lot of people who would love to have that situation. 
that, my friends, has nothing to do with any subject you're going to learn in school. That, my friends, the visual and performing arts, there are so many people who don't get it. Our, pri our priorities as a society, our priorities as a nation are completely askew. I also challenge all of the people out there who support the arts to stop being so aggressive towards others with your arguments and educate and take this stance with people who matter. Take this podcast, share it with someone and say you need to listen to this guy. This is someone I don't know. Or maybe you do know me. But I'm going to assume you don't know me very well. Or at all. And I want you to just listen to him. And I want you to listen to his take on things. Because he's not jamming things down our throat. He's not going into all of the reasons why it's important to have four, a four-valved tuba as opposed to a three-valved one. He's not going into all of the reasons why the art department in the school needs to be fully stocked with every single modern convenience to allow students to create any type of artwork necessary. And he certainly is not going to be talking about dropping tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars on technology for a brand new music lab. When I know, and you know, that if you don't have any percussion equipment, you can always get some spackle buckets. And if you don't have a piano, then you don't have a piano. Then you get a computer or you get an iPad and hook up an amplifier to it and that becomes your piano. And if you don't have instruments, make them. And if you're an art teacher and you need supplies, maybe you have to just settle for watercolors. But I can tell you this much. If you take the information I've shared in this episode to the right person, maybe, just maybe, they too will understand what we all know to be true. 
Because quite simply, my friends, all of those subjects that we're taking in school, all of the things that seem to be so important in the world, in terms of our country's future, all of the things that so many people think are so important, they really aren't. But if we don't have the arts, we're, we're a giant zero. We are a nothing. We cease to exist. If you remove music from all of the things in society, if you remove art, if you remove dance and theater, there's no entertainment. The industry ceases to exist. The arts are the very essence of our existence.